0: Oh, we got a good one here today. Welcome back to another audio adventure on Insight. I'm CBV Chris Van Vliet. So good to see you here. This interview has been a long time coming. It's been four years since the last time I sat down with Cody Rhodes. It was May of 2019. It was three days before AEW's very first show, Double or Nothing. We did that interview in Miami. Of course, the show was in Las Vegas. A lot has changed since then. Of course, the biggest being the three letters that he works for, it was AEW at the time, now it's WWE. And we did this interview in person in Atlanta. I flew there for the premiere of Cody's new documentary called American Nightmare, Becoming Cody Rhodes. It comes out on Peacock on July 31st and it's fantastic. It's so good, gives you the full scope of who Cody is and and his whole story here, beginning with growing up the son of the late, great American dream, Dusty Rhodes, becoming a state champion in amateur wrestling. And then I think a part of his story, which a lot of people don't focus on or maybe don't even know about, he moved to Hollywood to focus on becoming an actor. That didn't work out, and then he moved home and then got into the family business, if you will, of wrestling. That led to him signing with WWE, And OVW, well, it was OVW first, then he made his debut in WWE. Stardust leaving WWE, starting this new company. He keeps calling it the alternative company in the documentary, but it really dives into like starting AEW, his decision to leave AEW, and then to go back home, as he calls it, to WWE. His debut at WrestleMania 38 in Dallas, the torn pec, wrestling through that in an immense amount of pain for Helena, in a Cell, the return of the Royal Rumble, winning that, and then trying to finish the story at WrestleMania 39. It's, it's so good. So when this comes out on July 31st on Peacock, go check this out. And if you enjoy this episode, please share it with a friend and snap a screenshot and tag us. Let us know what you enjoyed about this. Cody is just at Cody Rhodes on Twitter. On Instagram, he's at American Nightmare, Cody. I'm at Chris Van Fleet, and we dive into all kinds of stuff during this conversation. There was a lot to catch up on here, so please enjoy this conversation with Cody Rhodes. Well, it's awfully good to see you, sir. It's very good to see
1: you. I, I don't know why I, I got stuck in it, maybe because... We- you were talking. I'm stuck in a into locked in. It's okay. Your, you can you can stare at the camera. Camera. A time. I actually was telling, and I again, this is a bit of a preamble, but feel. I mean, we're in it now. We're doing. It. I was telling my publicist Gina, who's on the other side of the camera, uh, how much you've done since the last time we talked. Oh wow! Because it's it's everyone's journey. You know, when you find someone who's a hard worker, who's going to get there no matter what. There's a bond. There's a sense of it, even if it's a different place, different time. You find somebody. You literally, I saw you talking to the Barbie people the other day. <laughs> Always talking. Uh, you, you get Dwayne interviews. Nobody's getting access to Dwayne. You get you doing uh, impressions with Carrying Cross. <laughs> That's a good guy, by the way. He's a great guy. Yeah. I uh, what a Jesse Ventura impression. His Jesse Ventura is spot on. I feel like if the Carrying Cross aspect of this doesn't work out, which I'm fairly sure it's going to, and he's going to be just fine because he's awesome. But I feel like. You could just make that your bit. That could be a skimmer. Yeah, you could be like Tony Ventura, <laughs> and just then force Jesse to come out and be like, this is not my kid. It's not, you could make a whole bit out of That's it. That's bring he Jesse could. back. Yeah. yeah, his Ventura is impressive. A lot's changed since the last time I saw you. It was four years ago. What has changed? Oh. I had lost my phone in a hotel room, right? That, that was the interview, yeah. And we were talking about AEW, and we were in Miami. That's right. And was I at the NFL owners meeting? You were. Yes, because that makes sense. <laughs> That makes sense. I do really appreciate that Tony took me to multiple NFL events only because one time I got on the elevator with Emmett Smith and he asked me is the is this where we go to the bus? Is the bus at 2? Or He asked I'm me like, like is, you were a that f- like, guy was part of it and I remember going I remember thinking like should I tell him? No. I I'm not I'm just at the hotel. I'm not and instead I go, "Yep." <laughs> I literally just I didn't want to ruin it. Like he's yeah. he's going to walk out there and find out. There's going to be plenty of like the red coats and the gold coats they'll they'll figure it yeah, out but yeah emmett asked me uh does the bus leave it too Yep, yeah, man <laughs> yeah it does i i appreciate the, my nfl time just because i love the nfl and to see these owners and this crazy just world i remember like brandy got a big hug from roger goodell talking about michigan yeah yeah it was another lifetime huh
0: Seriously. But that's what I was at that hotel for, and that's why. Uh, which you know all brings us all to this. Like, I didn't think I'd be sitting down with you in a WWE situation. No, after that, I think I PayPal'd you for some AEW work too. <laughs> you did. Was it or was a Binmo. You PayPal'd me, and I was like, "Wow, Cody Runnels sent me some money."
1: Yeah, that's how professional I was. <laughs> PayPal, we got it done though. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, when you when you look at the doc, it's wild to think at the time no clue but now looking back at it it's a it's it's like there was no other way mm. it's very it's very odd and I'm not a big story of destiny type but man I should be cuz this this has been one and I've just been lucky to ride
0: it for sure everyone talks about the changes that you've made since you left WWE in 2016 but I'm curious what's changed about WWE now that you're back
1: well the, the schedule at WWE, like first out of the gaze, when you think of returning to WWE, you think of what that schedule can be. It's very daunting because it's, they're trying to cover everywhere on the map and they're wherever, wherever the TV goes, WWE goes. The schedule has been lessened uh, where you get a, there's a, a healthier schedule. I mean, this is, I'm literally thinking of all the things that are different. The live events are branded now, you know, Saturday night's main event, Sunday stunner. Uh, The VIP element that's around the ring. I don't know if people realize this who only see Raw or SmackDown. At the live events, this VIP uh, service that they offer is just the best bang for your buck. It's so, they've figured it out. They have figured it out. His name's Billy, who runs that. And just, it's one of my favorite things about the live events. But the main thing, and the far more important thing this change is the people who run it the same it's the same who run it but they now run it and it's a bunch of grown men and women now in a sense of the actual talent seth rollins is not a child He's not tyler black coming from ring of honor anymore he's a grown man who knows the psychology of a crowd how he can move them how he cannot and that's across the board jay uso is a completely different animal sammy Zayn, uh a just one of the one and like a true artist kevin owens having experienced the the ebbs and flows of it all and that creates the environment we're in and the environment we're in is the business of it has been so good sell out sell out sell out they're not random they're they're i don't take them for granted you don't want them to you, at any moment they could end but they're because you have an experienced group of guys and girls and that's been the biggest difference. When I was there the first time, I was a kid. And I was blossoming into what it's like to be, a, you know, in your 30s, professional wrestler who has experience working with some of the top names. But still, it's it's no substitute for what we have now. There's no substitute for that experience. And that's what you see with these shows. And I think that's one of the leading factors. Obviously, Roman. But that's a leading factor into, huh, how is this business? like? Like, they're just... Everywhere they go is the transaction is through the roof. And that's why.
0: One of the biggest things that came out of the trailer for becoming Cody Rhodes Mm -hmm. was Kevin Owens going, Vince flew to him. Very polarizing line. Very polarizing, right? What was like the first thing Vince said to you?
1: That's a good question. Uh, I think he laughed. He has that like, (laughs) I think he laughed um, because I kind of snuck in. Uh, the like, I, I, I like leaned over him. I think he, I think he kind of laughed, but I was, I remember going in to talk to him. I wasn't afraid of anything. And I was overcompensating almost. I was very adamant of like, I'm not, and I've used the Bernie Mac reference a bunch, but he walks out and the crowd's kind of booing him. And He tells him he's not scared of them. That's really where I was at. It's like, we're good. I'm not scared of anything here. Let's talk. And I was almost overcompensating because both Vince and Bruce were so welcoming, so I, this is the term I can use sweet, mm. and so positive about what I had done. Uh, at the fact that they had knew what I had done and actually were citing different things like, yeah, I saw this, I saw this, couldn't believe it. Mm. Um, it was very self affirming. And it just went for like that type of happy go lucky where we're talking about, I had, you know, Liberty was a year old or maybe not even at that time. And he's talking to me about what it's like to be a, a, you know, a dad for a daughter and how special it is. It was just beautiful. And then like in the last 20 seconds of the meeting, it's like, wow, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, you know, what do you want? It it just, that's where the only business came up. And, uh, it was so, I, I told, I told Brandy, I would say this, but I, I was adamant about saying, I, please don't do one of those. Hey, this is the deal. If you leave, it's off the table. Don't do one of those. I have to leave. And think about it, I have to, and even in your mind, you're like, yep, I think we're gonna do that. Even your mind, I have to leave to think about it and take some time, because man, we had made such massive decisions and I'm kind of a career left turn guy with, oh, no way would he do this. Yep, okay, he went and did that. Oh, no way would he do this. So this one was uh, gonna be a, something similar, but really a special, special, didn't feel like a meeting until the, maybe the last 30 seconds.
0: I was there in Dallas when you returned, Mm. and the big question was, is he going to return with Kingdom as his entrance? Oh. And what's so interesting now is, like, you return with Kingdom, but now the woe is such a big part of your entrance. Crazy. Who worked that in? Because it's very theatrical now with you, like, you know, putting your arms out for it. I I made a video. I said it took six years for the woe to catch on. So... You know, the woe had been
1: in different versions yeah. of downstate music for me. Yeah, smoke and mirrors. Yeah, yeah, the woe had been present. Um, but never part of the presentation. So I think what what really you'd have to say Kevin Dunn, because Kevin I he looked at an AEW entrance of mine and he I said, It has to be this. This is what it this is what they not I'm not, you know, calling any shots, but this is what I to be fair, this is what I would like. This is representative of who I am. And he was of the thought, great, we are just gonna make it a little bit better. We're just gonna make it a little bit better. And we tried some entrances that the world never saw, just different things during the day. We could do this, doing that. And he set it up where it was most conducive for Monday Night Raw, with the way the staging is on Monday Night Raw, to do that and not have to build the Cody Vader every day at three o'clock in the afternoon. Maybe save it for a pay per view, like a WrestleMania, which we did. Um, but he, he, he'd have to be to blame for the woes because he loves the idea of singing, loves it. And, uh, you can hear him calling for it. I want to see people singing. You can hear it. And that's just never anything that I thought about. But I can say one of the most important things, like the logo I knew wasn't going to change because I got the tattoo and that. What did Vince think of the tattoo? He, 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 he again laughed. Uh, but that was one moment where I said, he, he had mentioned there's all kinds of designs we could do. And I told him, well, that one we're pretty locked in on and uh and um the but the one thing I was really clear about of all things the music has to say the same and the reason the music had to say the same was the music wasn't just at AW the music was at Ring of Honor New Japan every independent I could possibly go to all over the world that was the music including the line that I recorded on my iMac in my living room gosh knows when the wrestling is more than one royal family for sure they were gonna take that out for sure no way somehow some way we'll get there and it will say sports entertainment like we'll be we'll be dubbed over the wrestling but no they kept it and let it be and and there was a version of my song I, if I can find it I'll send it to you there was a version of my song that was different that as an option and I just thought I'd, i think the audience would be really mad kingdom is a I'll follow you to the end can't we can't Discredit that yeah, we, we have to we have to have it so that was probably the most important piece of it. okay We're gonna bring the nightmare brand as it is the, yeah. the most important piece is that that
0: song uh, I didn't know it, but I I was fighting for it Okay, so we know it's gonna be Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam and if you think that Cody's gonna win Why not make a little bit of money on this At my bookie? You can turn your WWE knowledge into actual cash in your wallet. Yes, you can bet on WWE at mybookie.ag. This is the premier place to bet on all combat sports. So we're talking, yes, WWE, but also UFC, boxing, really everything, you name it and they've got it and you can get in on the action. And what I love about this is wrestling fans are always like, man, this person for sure is gonna win this match. Well, if you're like so sure about it, why not place a bet on it? And when you sign up at mybookie.ag and you use my promo code, which is CVV, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So if you've got, uh, say, $100 in there, well, now you've got $150 to bet on SummerSlam or really anything else that they have there. So it's mybookie.ag, and use that promo code CVV for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. After you tore your pack, but you're still going to have the match at Hell in a Cell with yeah. Seth, what does the conversation with Seth look like? Does he go, dude, I'm not doing this. Are you, are you crazy? I feel like, oh man.
1: I feel like because Seth and I's rivalry is true and real, I don't want to tell you how unbelievable. I, I It's fair. It's fair to say. Seth. Seth is, I can't even begin to tell you how good Seth Rollins is as a wrestler, psychologist in the ring. And without getting too far, Seth made a decision that day that he made. It was his decision to make. That will forever be something I am grateful for. Seth and I are not friends. It doesn't look like we're heading towards friendship. There's been some flirtation with it. Don't think it's going to happen, though. All that aside, if I ever write a book one day... I will a whole chapter will be about how good that guy is. How he's super valued at WWE, and he's still undervalued in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And having Monday nights with him and I in a nice competitive, who's the guy, without ever having to be in the ring with each other, yeah. I couldn't ask for a better sparring partner in that sense. Uh, I don't want to wrestle Seth ever again, but that day he made a decision that was very important. And if you if you get him, ask him because mm-hmm. I still don't want to say any famous <laughs> things about him. <laughs>
0: Everybody knows who your father is, but when that was worked into the WrestleMania 39 storyline, were you okay with Dusty being a central part of that?
1: Yeah, I was okay. I, w- I was definitely okay with it. Um, I got to the point where it, at the end of my run with AEW and the beginning of my run with WWE, where I was really big on leaning in. Like, I've been leaning out for so long. I've been leaning out like, okay, there's, they're starting to boo here and they, and... You're kind of split. Oh, let's lean into it. Let's, 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 let's like stir it up. And when I came back and the story was a real story, that is actually what I talked to Vince and Bruce about in that meeting was, Hey, here's the WWF title. I have it. Dan Lambert gave it to me. This is, there's a whole, this is the whole reason I wanted to be in the business, this physical piece of, you know, this thing right here, this belt, this championship belt. Um, so I was fine with leaning in, um, because it's, feels like it's now or never, in a sense. It's now or never, there's things you have to earn. And when you're someone's kid and you're second generation, third generation, you have them all at your disposal from the beginning, but there's a difference from when you use them at the beginning and when you've earned them. And I felt like I'd earned them. And I remember uh, Stephanie McMahon said this, Um, she said, use everything, use everything you have. And there couldn't be a more appropriate time to use everything. Oh, WrestleMania, the main event essentially getting elected president is getting that match. The final match, like, use it all. Use everything you have and leave no stone unturned. And she was right. Was there any version, early version of WrestleMania 39 where you were walking out with the championship? One thing that's been really very real and in front of your face and, and accurate is that the long road sometimes can be very special. But you have to see it. You have to really if you say it out loud, no, that's not gonna work, no way. But if you see it, then you start to feel it and it's even sweeter uh if that moment comes, if that day comes. But there was, I'm sure, a myriad of plans. think I'm I'm so plugged out of a creative aspect because I mean, from the time I was PayPal and you, I my days as a creative person are I'm not interested in them. Even if I had the best idea ever, I would be afraid to pitch it to anybody just because it just I, it just burned me out doing it. And I was too young to be doing it. I was I should have just been throwing my tights on, boots on, being a wrestler or superstar, however you want to put it. But I that was the job and that's what the audience wanted and just was a lot taxing. Great
0: I, lessons though. I remember saying to you in that interview of like, how do you balance being an executive? And an in-ring performer, you're like you don't. And well, it's, I'm glad I was smart enough to know then you, you know? don't. Yeah. And I, I, when I was backstage, I'm fortunate enough to do some stuff with you guys in AEW. You were an executive. You were you were heading up that show at that time. Yeah, I took pride in that. Yeah, it, as you should. And it. Do you feel like at any point the wrestling then took a back seat?
1: Uh, I think the wrestling took a back seat right away. Because I thought my bigger mistake, and this wasn't an AEW mistake, this was a Cody mistake. My biggest mistake was thinking, I'll stay as good as I am in the ring, only wrestling twice, three times, maybe just once a month. Sorry. And the Gen Z crowd out there is about to lose their mind, and I hope they understand what I'm saying. You have to do live events. You cannot learn how to work a live audience unless you perform in front of a live audience. So I was getting worse. As was everybody, and some of the best wrestlers, you name them. In that first year, uh, the crowd was incredibly generous to us because we were new, we were fresh. Some of the stuff isn't going to hold up. Some just because we weren't, we weren't able to do this on the regular and get it down and, and sharpen our tools. And that's just that was just maybe it's just me, maybe it's no nobody else. But you have to be able to do it. So I, that that's an area where I think I was suffering from immediately, but. You mentioned taking pride in the executive element. I,
0: You ran the production. I loved... Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you were there where I was still running those meetings. Yeah. I I really love... From an ego standpoint, from an optic standpoint, that was really cool. But I also really loved leading. And I just maybe wasn't ready to fully lead at that point. And it didn't rub everyone the right way that, why is he running the production meeting? Why is this and that? And then, you know, your vision kenny's vision madden nick's vision everyone's visions that one thing but you know tony has a vision and sure. then this is this is his money and then l- let's see how that that plays out but yeah, that was a good time i'm glad you had a good experience because when we left there was this whole like disinformation campaign um that wade keller put out and i'm not even mad at wade keller no heat with wade I could tell what was going on. Like, yeah, you didn't talk to any real source. You're no, I well, as an executive, as a member of management, I I was happy, wanted to help, and took huge pride in us being a professional organization and and that shows amongst the roster, the locker room, my kids, the people I didn't recruit, people I did recruit. Um, yeah, there was such a fog of misinformation of when I left that it's fun to see in the doc itself.
0: You know, that wasn't the case. Uh, It was just time. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. One of the biggest things that's changed for both of us, since I saw you last, is we're both fathers now. Oh, wow. Girl dads. I feel like I congratulated her on everything else and then didn't say that's that. That's okay. Congratulations. We both have daughters whose name yes. begin with an L. Yeah, Logan Liberty. Logan's a beautiful name. Oh, thank you. How old is this? How old? She is seven weeks old. Only seven weeks? Yeah, seven weeks. How's the sleep? Not good. Now, are you happy to be on the road? Um... Is my wife gonna be watching this? Probably. That's I mean, you're uh, happy to be on the right I got a full night's sleep last night. so oh, yeah. So that, so that was no noise. good. She did not. She like like I woke up four times in the morning. Well,
1: so you won't you won't get the full night's sleep, even if you get a full night's sleep, because yeah. they they have a tendency, wives have a tendency to text you every detail of the <laughs> of the tantrum. How did you know? And it's great to know, like, oh, she's up. Oh, she's crying. But you can't do anything. Like I can't do anything. So it's like the classic, like lady giving birth. Like I hate you. Like it's like they're just going through that again. Like yeah, I, I got it. Like I can't help. Yeah. This is. I'm just here. I'm just here. I'll rub your back. I, and I yeah. Have boobs, like I don't have. So. Like I don't have a like a. If I had like a mic where I could talk to her, like hey Lib, you know, try and go to sleep here. This is this is rough. But we don't have any way to do that. So yeah, sleep's tough. Well, congratulations on everything. Thank you so much. It's, Thank you. And congratulations to you. you. Thank you. It's got it all it's, jacked. jacked. I, yeah, I, I was I was I was really impressed. I follow I, I follow what you do, and I'm very impressed. I appreciate that. Yeah, I wanted to show people that a dad bod could look like this. Yeah, well, dad bods now the well also bods are held to a ridiculous standard now. So you have abs. Once you've have abs, you're screwed because you have to keep them. That's, uh, that. Like is. even if you get like a little eighty soft where you're still jacked, but you're like eighty soft, like tight, high up, belly button. Even if you have the like, but if they don't mm. see him, it's like I love. I got fat. You know I love pizza way too much too. Yeah. I would I would love I, my next cheat meal is next
0: Tuesday after the Tampa roll. I'm pretty pretty uh pretty excited about it. So I end every conversation with the same question because gratitude's such a, a big important part of my life. I wake up every day, I say out loud three things I'm grateful for. Oh, okay. I do it before I go to bed. What are three things in your life
1: that you're grateful for right now? Brandy, Liberty, Pharaoh. There we go. How's Pharaoh doing? He's deaf. He, but so we, we don't know if he's really deaf because we opened the popcorn up today. And I was just telling like, before you guys started, like he, maybe he started doing this, but Pharaoh got old out of nowhere. He was like a puppy. And the next thing you know, he's 13. He doesn't want to get up and Yeti, the Pomeranian, who I'm also grateful for, but not to the level of the three things. just, Pharaoh's just an old man. He's an old man wrestler. Now, uh, he can do a few things, you know, he's not taking any bumps. It's going to be pretty basic, uh, but Pharaoh, Pharaoh's the man. He's still, he's still, he's in a house with love and all of Brandy's dogs live to be 16. So I'm hoping he gets there. Cause we had a Chihuahua that Brandy had had her, her whole life named Monty. One eye, couldn't see, couldn't anything. He made it all
0: the way to the end. You know, it was a baller. <laughs> well, sir, congratulations. What are your three things? Oh, what are my three? Yeah. Things? What are your three? Oh my gosh. I think I'm just going to put family all in one. So that's Rachel and Logan, our dog, our 13-year-old dog, Logan. That's well. one. I'm sorry, Luna. Two is health. Because without health, what else do you have, you know? Oh, you're talking to DDP too much. Oh, uh, come on. Yeah, you're staying with him, right? I am staying with him. The well man has a thousand problems. The sick man has one. That oh all the time. Yeah. And then number three is just opportunities. Like, we live in a time right now where we can set up a camera on a tripod here and Millions of people can see this. Like it's pretty incredible.
1: You're tailor made for DDP. i P. I'm so cynical and pessimistic, but I have such a deep love with Dallas. But even he knows like he's not buying into this. He's this uh-huh. I he's not the power cuffs though, those are real. They are real. Power cuffs oh, my are real. God, are they power real? cuffs are real. So good on good on good on D. So that's my. He only has one line in the documentary. I think he's going to be furious when he watches it. It's, I asked him last night, I said, Are you in the
0: documentary? He's like, Well, I recorded some stuff for it.
1: I'm like, He, he didn't record a lot, but we love Dallas, right? Yeah. Of, yep. course, of course we love Dallas. Dallas is the best. Dallas is the best. Shoot the he best. Put you over in an interview I did with him earlier today. He had a great line about my power, my uh, superpowers, believing in myself. And I wanted to incorporate it in a promo. And then I realized saying it out loud when you're the person saying it just doesn't feel the same as if someone else says it. So Dallas is the man. You're the man. Thanks, man. Thank you, sir. Very much, great appreciate to it. You. I will PayPal you for the interview. That's great.
0: <laughs> okay, there we go, Cody Rhodes. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. It was a long time coming, right? It was a long time coming. We're both fathers now. It was cool to be able to talk a little bit of father stuff in there. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who you know will also enjoy this. And take a screenshot and tag us on social media. Cody's at Cody Rhodes on Twitter, at American Nightmare Cody on Instagram. I'm at Chris Van Vliet everywhere except for TikTok. Chris.Van Vliet on TikTok. And the documentary, which is called American Nightmare Becoming Cody Rhodes, comes out on Peacock on July 31st. It's so good. It's so good. And it was an honor to be there in Atlanta to be able to chat with him. We're both wearing suits during this conversation. So if you haven't yet seen the clips or seen the full video on YouTube, yeah, we're wearing suits because it was a red carpet premiere. So cool to see him walking the red carpet with his wife, Brandy. Got an interview with her, which you'll be seeing on YouTube very soon. I also talked to the voice of Raw, Kevin Patrick. He was there, did an interview with uh saw. Uh, Brandy was walking the red carpet, which I said, and then also Matt Cardona, Chelsea Green, Diamond Dallas Page walking the red carpet. All of this was just so great. It was such a great night. And I'm just so glad that this all came together and uh, the perfect time, really the perfect time to catch up with Cody with everything that has gone on with him and everything that is currently going on with him. And I saw this quote this week from Deepak Chopra, which I feel like is very fitting to a lot of what we talked about here. All great changes are preceded by chaos. <laughs> I feel like maybe that hits home for a lot of people here. So this is episode number 495. We're just five episodes away from that big episode number 500. Who could it be? If you're not already following the show or subscribe to the show, please take a second right now to follow Wherever you listen right now, we've got so much great stuff coming up, not just for episode 500, but for all the episodes between now and 500 and then everything after that. So thank you so much for being on this ride with us. Be great and be grateful. We will see you on the next one for some more insight. With Booker T, by the way.